Hey there, we at Zeo to Hero want to support our partners. We want to share the first episode of Baker Rangers Movie Talks. Follow Ben and his guests as they do a non-spoiler review of the Batman movie. If you want to hear spoilers, follow him at Baker Rangers Movie Talks, a partner of Zeo to Hero. Without further ado, here is Baker Rangers Movie Talks with Ben and his technical problems. This is Ben from Baker Rangers, and I'm partnering with Zeo to Hero Podcast to bring you awesome and amazing content. So look out for that on the Baker Rangers YouTube page and zeotohero.com. Hi, welcome to uh, Baker Rangers. Uh, this is our first movie talk. Um, we're going to start this new series where we just talk about movies. And today I am here with the one. The only um, on TikTok, he's known as the cinematic TikTok or cinematic King Balaller. Uh, he's a great uh, movie analyst there. Um, thank you for uh, for joining me. Hey, Blarnage, Blarson, I'm definitely happy to be here, Ben. Well, thank you. So we saw, we didn't say at the same time. So I saw the Batman. Yes, well, we both saw it yesterday. I've seen it twice. I wanted to get a good shake. Uh, so I can give it a good review. Uh, you've seen it once, and we have differing opinions. Yeah, we had different opinions on, for sure <laughs> on the movie. So uh, let me know how. Uh, just explain how you enjoy the movie. Uh, I will... thought I thought the movie was a really great crime movie with Riddler being such a horrific villain throughout the full runtime. I thought Robert Pattinson's portrayal on Batman was a very darker, creamy Batman that I really enjoyed inside this movie. And I loved the cinematography. I thought the movie was very beautifully shot throughout the full runtime. And the score mixed with the beautiful shots in the movie worked really well and gave me chills throughout the full runtime of the movie. And I have an absolute blast checking out the Batman. Yeah, I... The first time I saw it, I did not have the same experience. I felt like the first two, because it's three hour long movie. It's three hours long. So I felt like the first two hours just kind of dragged and didn't really go anywhere. Um, and then, but the last hour, that's where like everything happened. That's when the, the story kind of finally picked up and then it started moving quicker. Um, but for the first two hours, um, I understand that they were just kind of going with the like a film noir, film noir um, style detective uh, movie, but I just kind of felt like the it was too slow. But after seeing it the second time, it wasn't as slow, but I already knew what was going on, so it it was a better experience um, for me. I, I did think the cinematography was great. Um, the acting was uh, uh, well, the acting was good. I did feel like. A lot of the characters were just whispering throughout the whole movie, uh, but I—that was just the, the 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 style that they were going with. Um, but Zoe Kravitz was great as Selena Kyle. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz killed it, and uh, her her portrayal uh, it is different than the other uh, Selena Kyles that we've had um, in the future or in the past. Not in the future, it will be different than the ones we have in the future. But uh, I I thought Commissioner Gordon, which was Jeffrey Wright, made uh, was a was a a great choice for that role. Uh, I loved him in Westworld. He was uh, he was great in that. I love West. Well, the first two seasons of Westworld, third season not so much. Um, but the sc- the score was decent throughout. I I don't care for the main theme um, by itself. 
because it just it just feels like you're waiting for it to get into uh i just forgot what that was called it was the, it was the most popular one um where's done anywho you're waiting for it to come into that and just keeps going 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 with the same three notes over and over and over but in the movie you don't hear it that way because it 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 kind of builds up more the movie of words by by itself it doesn't yeah but anywho so but you you feel differently than i do on the pacing of the movie yeah yeah yes i was just really invested just glued my eyes to the screen trying to figure out these riddles for myself during the movie because they were very like interesting to me and uh, I just like the way Robert Parsons Batman was a detective and was clearly the smartest person in the room. And that was a great element to the Batman character that we haven't seen before, uh, to the point of it being a very great detective. Now, in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, you see Christian Bale do little detective stuff here and there, but it's not a lot to be underworld's greatest detective versus Robert Patterson's Batman being the main focus of him using his detective skills to solve these riddles and solve these crime scenes. Yeah, I think that's like the, the biggest difference because I love the, to me, the Christian Christopher Nolan uh, trilogy is the best Batman trilogy. Um, I You know, Dark Knight is probably the best Batman movie, if not one of the best comic book movies um, to me. Um, but yeah, to, to your point, Christian Bale... He did a lot of his detective work in the Batcave, um, whereas uh, the uh, Robert Pattinson, he was on scene with the detectives, even though the, the police didn't want him there. They, they it was just Gordon, just um, but their 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 chemistry together. Yeah, their chemistry is perfect. Yeah, working on these cases, you kind of feel like they're a team. Um, so it it does a good job there. Um, I I felt like it didn't show enough of that, um, though. I feel like some of the detective work on Batman's part was too quick and didn't allow for us to kind of figure it out for ourselves. Yeah. Even though, the again, the movie's three hours long, but it seems like some of the detective stuff just were figured out too quick, in, uh, in, in, in my opinion. Um, which which was also a thing that I didn't like about uh, Death on the Nile because there was there was nothing for the most part on that one nothing to even figure out for most of most of that movie's runtime. I haven't seen it yet. It it it's it's like this for me where it was the the first two acts were kind of boring and nothing's really going on like you, nothing really happens till that third act and that's that third act is really what makes the movie. Same thing here, which is also my my thing with Spider Man. Uh, no Way Home, the the first two acts of the movie were okay. It was the last act that really made that movie. Yeah, uh, which is what you want. You want a movie to to kind of end the way it needs to be because you can have an awesome like Stephen King type movie where the whole movie is really interesting, and then you might get to the the end, and you're like, well, the ending kind of ruined the movie. Yeah. So, going you know talking about some of the characters in there, um, Annie Circus who's Gollum in uh, in the Lord of the Rings movies. He's uh, uh, King Kong in... Your no, Jackson not King, King Kong. Kong. Uh, well, the, the King Kong, and Peter Jackson's King Kong movie, he was King oh, Kong. Oh, okay. That uh, one, yeah. He was Caesar in uh, 
the uh who was also matt reeves uh movie movies uh did, did matt reeves do all the uh he did the uh, last two not a first one okay well i think they're all the planet of the apes movies are are great yeah um, but and andy circus directed venom 2 which is not a great movie so i don't know if that's indictment on his <laughs> directing style but what do you think of uh, his portrayal of Alfred? Because it, it was also kind of different. It, it's it, it was reminiscent of the Bat flick, um, uh, uh, Jeremy Irons. Uh, for me, it was similar. It was it was kind of like in that same vein. I felt like he was like the cooler, swagger Alfred that we haven't really seen that much. But we barely saw him in the movie, so I couldn't really give him a full like review on how much I liked the character because he was barely in the movie but when he was in the movie he did have great chemistry with Robert Parrish and Bruce Wayne so I just wish we saw more Alfred in there because I think Anderson just did a solid job as a character as having a, a different portrayal on the character of Alfred Pennyworth uh, but eh, I wish we just saw more of the character inside the Batman yeah I, I kind of agree with that because and I think most of that comes to the fact that Batman was mostly on scene at most of the movie, and there wasn't a whole lot of Batcave in this movie. So that's where Alfred really gets his time to shine when it comes to Batman. Um, so you didn't really get a lot of that. Um, but it, yeah, I, I like the way he did it. He did have like one good touching scene that we're not going to talk about now. Um, just let you guys know we're going to do non-spoiler right now. I should have said that right um, at the beginning. But we are uh, going to go into spoiler territory in the second half. Um, so we'll let you know when we start getting to that territory. Uh, so you don't have to worry about when to shut it off if you haven't seen it. Um, so what about uh, the, uh, the the chemistry between Batman and Catwoman? I think their chemistry was the second best part of the movie behind Robert Parsons' chemistry with Jeffrey Wright's uh, Jim Gordon, I think Sobe Kravis and Robert Pattinson just work extremely well together, especially when they first meet each other inside the movie. And their chemistry is fantastic, in my opinion. And Sobe Kravis just really killed every scene she was in inside the Batman movie. And I can't wait to see the character more in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like their chemistry. Um, I I also felt like we didn't get enough of it, too. Um, yeah, enough. Development of it, um, be, just because if there is kind of a lot that goes on this movie, it's 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 a full it's a fully packed movie where you need like almost every every minute of the runtime um, to to tell the story outside of one scene, which we'll talk in the spoiler one that I felt like should have been the post credit scene rather than a scene in the movie. Um, I don't know if you figure out what that one is I, I like the way zoe kravitz portrayed selena kyle um yeah and and her chemistry with uh with batman um and it's yeah it was probably one of the more highlights of the movie um so going on from that to the penguin uh what are were your thoughts on the penguin who was played by Colin Farrell, which you would not even know that Colin oh, yeah, Farrell. First of all, 
The prosthetics on the penguin are fantastic. The makeup work they did with Colin Farrell to make it look unrecognizable. And his voice was very interesting as the penguin. And I think he was like a very hilarious villain inside this movie. Again, we didn't really see a lot of penguin inside this movie. It was a side villain. The main focus was on the Riddler. But overall, I think... Uh, Farrell did a great job as a penguin. Uh, they made him a very great, like, monster character inside this movie. Yeah, I, I, I thought the, uh, even though to me he didn't feel like the penguin, I know the penguin's a like a mob boss type character, but I don't know, maybe it's just because he's too tall, in my opinion, because I feel like penguin should be short because he's a penguin. Um, but, well, he's not a penguin, he's a human being, but you know what I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, you you could not tell that it was Colin Farrell at all, even from the voice. Like he really, really worked um, the character. Um, but I, I, yeah, I thought he was great, um, and I'm hoping to see uh, more of him in future movies, which I'm pretty sure we will. Um, they they set up a slightly bigger world for Batman, um, but um, not as grandiose i guess as you can say with the uh burton and schumacher batmans um but and uh not not as grounded i guess you could say well it's grounded but i feel like the dark knight movies were a little more grounded than this one because this one's kind of like it's trying to take that feel of the tim burton batmans um but ground it into a a bigger or different reality um that makes sense but um um but yeah i'm i'm hoping to see more of him um and uh, the riddler um played by Paul Dano i don't know if i've seen any of the movies that he's been in or i've seen him um but his iteration of the riddler is probably nothing that we thought we would see in the riddler um so what were your opinions on that oh man i literally got scared for some scenes by Paul Dano's Riddler because he was such a creepy horrific villain especially with the mask he wears especially the traps you see him set up for his victims inside this movie just really remind me of the Saw franchise which was really interesting to see a Saw type traps inside a Batman movie and I think he was a fantastic villain as the Riddler and a really great First villain for Robert Patterson's universe inside the Batman movie, and I uh, think I think he killed this uh, killed this Riddler. Yeah, because it, it was so different um, from. You know, it's, of course, it's not Jim Carrey as the Riddler, um, but it it was yeah, it was more like scary, gruesome. Um, you know, Jigs. Yeah, he's he's. Not exactly a jigsaw killer, uh, but in a sense, there there's there's some similar similarities. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, between no, no, you 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 said it great, but yeah, because that's what I thought. Watch the movie. Um, I probably would have liked to see more of that side, because um, uh, I feel like we did. I, I know. I guess that's a theme for me. I didn't see enough of this. I didn't see enough of that. The movie's three and a half, three hours long. And I think that's time, mainly because. Uh, that was peachy 13. It was all right. They could have went all in oh, with the Riddler. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel I, like I, they hold back some of the scenes because of the peachy 13 yeah. rating. 
Which, which you need this movie to be PG-13 because you're going to have a really broad audience. It is Batman, so it's it's not Deadpool or anything like that where you can go into that kind of territory. Though they, they did with Logan, um, but it wasn't X-Men. It was Logan, so... Yeah. But a Reddit R version of this would be interesting. I'm wondering if, you know, maybe they are going to have one, maybe for, you know... I don't know. I don't know what they what they shot what that wasn't in this movie. I'm sure even though it was 3 hours long that, that there was there was a lot um that that they uh, they made for this movie. Um but with the Riddler being different uh from the Riddler side cuz he's kind of like the he's kind of like Batman in a sense where the cuz he's masked in this this one rather than in the comics where he's just got the the eye mask. He is kind of like an evil bad. Yeah. In a sense. And, yeah, and and you know, when we get to the spoiler territory, we'll probably go deeper into into that that realm. Um but um one more thing to kind of talk about um in the movie um is the Batmobile. It's uh different than the Batmobiles we've seen in the future. Or the golly, I keep saying the future, in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just living, living way. I'm living but in but pre 2022 right now. Um, but yeah, what do you think of his iteration of the uh, the Batmobile? Man, I just, I find Batmobile really cool. It felt like um, I don't know, kind of like an old school Mustang style Batmobile with. The different style of gadgets that he uses with it. I thought it was a really cool Batmobile and did his thing through the full runtime. Um, how about you? I well, the look of it's different, so like it doesn't to me it doesn't feel or look like the Batmobile. However, it does look like it will be a lot more fun to drive it as Batman. Um, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's got a lot more mobility than you than probably any of the other Batmobiles. Um, it's not the uh what was the uh ah what was the uh dark knight one called the um tumbler or something so, yeah. yeah the tumbler was more like a, a a tank it was versatile in the wear in the sense that his bat cycle can come out from it um but the but, tumbler looks so uncomfortable to sit on <laughs> well cuz you're you're like laying down like this and you know trying to drive like while you're laying down forward, so yeah, it was probably was the most uncom more uncomfortable one. This one seems like there's more room in it. Like even the Michael Keaton, um, those Batman Batmobile, it's it's a tight tight space. This one's got two yeah. seats because it's a it's a it's a normal car. Um, so I, I think the uh, the uh, what they can do with the Batmobile um, in future movies or projects, um, I think can be interesting. So what would what would you give this uh, overall rating uh, for this movie? I know you, well, I know what you told me. So, <laughs> um, for me, I think it's a perfect Batman movie. Uh, I'll give it a ten out of ten. But the Dark Knight is better, though. Don't get it twisted. But uh, the Batman will get a ten out of ten for me. Yeah, I I probably would give this a six out of ten. Uh, just my my. Uh, reasonings uh just being that it, it was it's it was slow for the for the first two hours and didn't really 
pick up to the third third act and i felt like they could have done things some things quicker and some things they could have taken their uh more of their time uh doing so um but to me a six is still a good movie uh just not not uh the best again dark knight and some people don't like dark knight that's fine but i think most people will agree that dark knight might be one of the best uh, superhero movies, uh, not just Batman movies. Um, there, there was, there is. So um, I even like Batman Begins. That's probably a, of my Batman movies. I can't really put a top five in there because I might get a lot of flack for this. Most of the Batman movies I don't care for. Um, Batman Returns was my favorite movie when I was five. I saw it again when I was a teenager and thought it was one of the worst movies I ever seen. So, um, it's different now. It's not as bad, but like I, and you know, Batman and Robin can't really say much about that. Batman <laughs> forever. It was pretty, pretty okay. Um, it was just too, too colorful, um, for a Batman movie. Um, but dark Knight is fantastic. Batman begins is great too. It's one of both of those are probably one of my, both in my top 10 comic book movies. Uh, Dark Knight Rises is good. Um, I would probably give it, a, you know, it's a six out of ten, just like this. So I would put them like on in the same, same uh, scale. Um, um, but that would still be my number three. So um, the other Batman movies. I think if I had to rank them, I'd put uh, Batman Forever, and then the first Michael Keaton Batman movie. And then Batman Begins, and then this recent Batman movie, and then Dark Knight. Okay, I could I could see that I could see that. So, who who's your favorite Batman? Uh, my favorite Batman, um, Ken Conroy. Does that count? Does uh, or has it been like yeah, that? Yeah, that counts because but yeah. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite cinematic uh, live action? Because I know they have had a, a a cartoon movie with Kevin Conroy. But yeah, uh, cinematic live action Batman. Um, I need to rewatch the Batman. Yes, I did love Robert Pattinson's The Batman. So for now, I'm gonna go with equally great Michael Keaton and Robert Pattinson for uh, for me at the moment. And then when once I rewatch the Batman movies, I'll put the rankings up for the Batmans. Um, but right now I'm just. Equal on Keaton and uh, Powers that being my favorites. I, I would. Is Batman and Bruce Wayne, even though it's the same character, they're com- two completely different characters. And I feel like sometimes an actor can be better as Batman and not as good as Bruce Wayne, and vice versa. And so my favorite Batman is the uh, Christian Bale. Is his version of Batman is my I favorite. That. But. Bruce Wayne. Um, I would probably go with Michael Keaton as the best yeah. Bruce Wayne. Um, I, I'd probably say that Robert Pattinson is the my least favorite Bruce Wayne, but he's he makes a decent Batman. Like his Batman's not not bad, but his Bruce Wayne was just kind of dull and boring. Um, but you know, and that's my opinion. <laughs> but and uh um it's it's what they were going for. Matt Reeves 
he he wrote this role of Batman for Robert Pattinson. Um, so it was this was intended to be Robert Pattinson as Batman uh, from the beginning. So, um, but overall, I liked it. I it was okay. I enjoyed it the second time. First time, I enjoyed the last hour. Um, second time, I enjoyed the majority of the movie. So, um, maybe I need the third watch will love it. Maybe. Well, <laughs> it, it, I I might give it a third watch, but it might be a little while. Um, yeah, it's uh, I do like watching like watching movies a lot more than once. Uh, Star Wars, I've seen every single one, even the one I hate, Force Awakens, which. I'll be doing another video in this movie talk series about <laughs> why that is. Um, I've even seen that a lot of times. So um, I can watch movies. I've seen the same movie like four times in one day before. So though I don't know if I can watch a three-hour movie four times in one day. Because that's 12 hours of, <laughs> of watching one movie. Just yeah. three. Four times, but um, um, so that's that's gonna be the end of our spoiler-free um side of the review. Uh, we're gonna go more into um what we want to see for future villains, uh, future yeah. plots, um, all that kind of stuff. So if you don't want to hear anything that's happened in this movie, uh, specifically. And you're worried about spoilers, this is where you can turn this off. Um, and, or just if you don't care, or if you've seen this movie and you want to hear what we have to say, then here we go. Hello, I'm Billy, the host of Zero to Hero podcast. And you might know Ben from the Baker Rangers, but he is also a close friend of Zero to Hero and takes part in the numbskullery that is the Folk and Skull podcasting. Join Jimmy and myself, and sometimes Ben, with technical problems as we explore creators and fans alike and their fandoms as the Folk and Skull of podcasting. Follow Ben on Zero to Hero, anywhere you find your podcast. So, none of the villains died in this movie. Carmichael so, Falcone? Well, yeah, Carmichael Falcone. <laughs> he got shot I, by Penguin, yeah. That's true. I, I, I kind of don't see him as the villain in the movie because he's barely there. Um, you don't even know he's even part of the story until over halfway through it. So, so He's the rat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is kind of weird that the leader is the rat of, you know, to... Well, it was a different, I guess, because uh, it was what's what's the other guy's name, Maroni. Maroni. So he ratted out Maroni, so he can get a bigger slice of the pie. Um, but we did get a little, little sliver of the Joker. Yeah, the Joker played by that guy from Eternals. Uh, I just forgot the actor's name, but oh, I didn't know. He was a oh okay so that's Irwin yeah okay okay not a big fan of his uh Joker laugh but 
Maybe he'll work on it. The next, he next he, he needs to work on the laugh, bro. Yeah. If he gets a laugh down, then he can yeah. be a solid joker. No, he's not gonna be comparing to Heath Ledger, Walking Phoenix. Oh but... no, no, no. I, Maybe I, I... he could be compared to Jared Leto. <laughs> well, Jared Leto tried too hard to make that different. <laughs> so, like, I think that's that's the problem with that. that yeah, because he was like a a mix between uh, a SoundCloud rapper, a Joker. Well, that, but I'm like, his portrayal just felt like he did try to be Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson and something else all in one. And it, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was just not, it, it was not my, my cup of tea. Um, I didn't hate it. It just, it was just not what I wanted in the Joker. But this Joker did feel like kind of out of place because he seemed a little more of a caricature than everything else in this movie. Yeah, but I just need to see him as the Joker in a movie before mm-hmm. I judge him too much based around like a two-minute scene that he saw in the end. Yeah. yeah, and this is the scene that I felt should have been because it was kind of like out of place from everything um, that it probably should have been like a mid credit scene. Um, yeah. To kind of get people interested right as the movie ended. I mean, uh, I personally didn't want a post-credit, mid-credit well, scene in a three-hour movie. That's well, just me. Well, it would have been the same length because that through two hours and 56 minutes include the, the credits. Oh, so, yeah, that's yeah. true. So technically, the runtime would be the same same runtime. Um, but it would just be, you know, you can do it after the introduction of the main cast and then show it. Is they, or show it right before the credits. Yeah. Because um, I th- I think the the spot the place I understand where they did it because it was from the news view of uh, um, which they changed the uh, the Riddler's last name in this movie. Because um, isn't it Enigma was his or was that just for Batman? Um, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. But yeah, so I understand the placement of it, but it still could have could have been like right at the end of the movie and been that last before you cut to credits. But you know, ending it on Robert Pattinson's Batman driving in his bat cycle is a, is a good ending too. But yeah, I think it'll be interesting seeing Joker in more. Yeah, um, code their separate ways too. Yeah. So, you know that that kind of. Uh, for for speculation, um, because with the Marvel route, some of these side characters are getting their own projects. So, you know, it, it wouldn't be far fetched to think that Catwoman would have her own as well, whether a, a movie or a series. Yeah, I think you know Catwoman series because I I heard that they might be doing like an Arkham series on HBO Max. Oh. I don't know if that was from ComicBook.com. I don't know if I uh, trust them as a source, but, but yeah, but a cat, a Catwoman uh, series, I think that would be pretty awesome. And if you've you know set in HBO Max, you can do a lot more with it. Yeah, um, but in a more rated R world, um, than than the Batman. What else would you uh, like to see from from future Batman projects that's linked to the Batman? 
Um, firstly, I want to see a great portrayal on Mr. Freeze because we haven't seen another Mr. Freeze ever since Batman Robin, and you know Arnold's performance was really over the top, and it didn't really work for me. But I feel like Mr. Freeze is a character that is super intelligent that will work extremely well with the Robert Pattinson's universe, especially um, his motivation to save his wife Nora will be a very great fit to the Robert Pattinson universe, be it it's more of a darker tone of a Batman universe. I think I think Mr. Freeze will be a great element to to uh, to the series. Uh, another character I want to see is uh, Essa Willen. The corner owls, considering how mysterious they are as uh, uh, as villains, leader of talent, I think that will work extremely well. How about you? Um, I think Mr. Freeze would be interesting. Um, the uh, I, I'm I'm not sure how well they kind of did that with the Riddler, even though the Riddler was kind of a grounded character anyway. Um, it's like how they could ground. Um, freeze where he's not like that Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, type yeah. um, and freeze a whole city. Uh, I don't think they can do something like that. You know, they might be able to freeze water mains or something, uh, figure something out. Um, but uh, I think that would be interesting because I think Mr. Freeze has probably the most dramatic story yeah. of a lot of the uh, uh, villains. So I, I think doing one uh with him could could be interesting and for a, a a good movie for a really good story development. Yeah. I'm sure Clayface is probably not a plausibility. Um Clayface, I think Mary's going tr- going for more realisticness. Oh, yeah. So I don't think Clayface will work. I think it's going to be more like I think if they level villains uh like the Riddler to be seen. Uh, in the movie, yeah, I think if they do like a clay face, it might be more like a guy in a ghillie suit, yeah, uh, that's all muddy, that's just kind of doing things secretly or something. But I don't know. Um, I'm not not as familiar with the Batman stuff. Uh, I'm sure they can do something with Ra's al Ghul, um, possibly, um, but I'm sure they would they would go more of a route that we haven't seen in the movies yeah so i would love to see man bat but again i don't think that yeah. would be a plausibility either but that would just be interesting um that would be actually super interesting i would, I would like to see how they would do something like that um in 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 this this universe especially as a detective story and like there's a big bat coming somewhere so now people think it's Batman killing people and he's leaving like animal clues, um, but but probably not a possibility, unless it's like a side show on HBO Max or something. Yeah. Um, but I really hope they introduce uh, Dick Grayson as maybe Robin or later on making Nightwing. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I think that'd be cool to introduce, you know, him as Robin or any of the uh, 20 million Robins there were. Um, not not just have him, his real name, be Robin. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, like, like the Dark Rises. Knight Rises. Yeah. I like your real name. Your first uh, Robin. Oh, okay. So he was Robin the whole time. Then why not make him drop in the first place? Yeah. Well, <laughs> at yeah. least in the second movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they they try to they try to hide a few things because they they you know they didn't give him a name of somebody that was Robin, so people want to figure it out. But I think if they if he was like. Name that you could have realistically thought. Okay, this is Robin. He is kind of like Batman's um, um, sidekick yeah. in the in the movie. So um, he could have been just Robin the whole time without being in the suit because he yeah. just be the cop. But, but they wanted that shock of saying, "Oh, he's Robin," because his name is Robin. But I feel like Joseph Gordon-Levitt would be a great Robin, though. No, I think he, I think he would make a. I was I was kind of hoping, like after like after seeing that, after him finding the uh, the Batcave, that okay, so now this is going to go into like a Nightwing series where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's uh, Nightwing now, um, on his own doing Batman stuff. So, but we didn't get that. Uh, DC decided to reset everything, and then now they're resetting, resetting. I don't, I don't, don't know if anybody knows what DC is really doing, because uh, <laughs> now you got like twenty bat, th- two Batman's going on the same time, three Jokers. But I, 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 I like some of the approaches that they're doing with their movies. Uh, it's not in the same vein as Marvel, which I'm okay with. That they need to kind of do their own thing, you know, have a DC cinematic universe. But not, don't try to copy Marvel. I think it's kind of what they were trying to do to cut to the chase to get to Justice League. And it it didn't work out. So now they're trying to keep one universe and then do all these other multiple universes, which is going to be interesting for the new next Flash movie because you're going to have multiple Flashes in it. You're going to have Michael Keaton Batman in it. So it's uh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. The guy nailed the Flash movie hundred percent though. <laughs> if the Flash movie flops, I lose it all hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, after Flash, you had because the last DC movie of the year is Aquaman, so they've already proven that Aquaman's gonna. You know, the the first one I enjoyed. Um, it's a James Wan movie, which when you're talking about Saul, you know, he created Saul, so <laughs> and he directed a uh, um, Aquaman, and uh, uh, one of the Fast and Furious movies also. But, um, yeah, so that's Black Adam's coming out this year, too, yeah. uh, with The Rock. So that's going to be interesting, I think. I think DC needs all of these to be kind of home runs because uh, they're I, I think they're starting to get back now with the, the Snyder Cut of Justice League uh, with Peacemaker series, um, the Suicide Squad uh, doing so did so well that they're 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 kind of getting their foot on the ground on how they need to approach and how they can just be different than Marvel and people are going to enjoy it. I think the Batman is going to, you know, it's already getting really good reviews. It's going to be big. Um and DC needs to know that their movies aren't going to do as well in the box office as as the MCU. Um but I think in the secondary market, like you know, 
video on demand. Bros need to give the directors more freedom for their projects, mm. because it clearly shows when the director wants to do what they want. They could craft such a great DC project. You see what James Gunn is doing. You just see what Matt Reeves did, and you saw what the director for the Joker did. Um, that's but the one one thing that they have in common is, well, I guess the Suicide Squad is kind of different because it's kind of in the DC universe, but not DCEU universe. Um, but those movies are kind of their own thing. So, yeah. you know, maybe that's what DC needs to do is just not have a shared universe and just kind of do these projects based off superheroes and have people that love the uh, these IPs and really uh, work their hand in it. Uh, because you saw with the Star Wars sequels, they didn't do so well. Um, well, they had kind of like a DC problem where they didn't know what they wanted to do. Um, but they also gave the directors more freedom of what they wanted rather than plan something out. So with Star Wars, it needed they needed more of a plan for the sequel series rather than just one movie and then figure it out later. Um, that's kind of like what DC DC has done with the universe. But, but the thing about DC is their solo projects are really good. The only projects that seem a little off in the beginning were their team up projects, uh, such as Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad. The 2016 version were awful, and the Justice League version 2017 was really bad too. But later on, they worked on team up movies. I mean. The Zack Snyder Justice League and uh, the Suicide Squad with James Gunn directing. Um, it goes for movies are fantastic. So it's an interest that I thought, uh, thought about in my mind. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of different too, where Batman versus Superman wasn't great. Like it was long for no reason. Um, but it wasn't horrible, uh, in my opinion. I just thought the reason they, the only reason they did that was just to cut to the chase to a, uh, Justice League movie, and it was probably not the way they needed to to do it. They that probably needed to just be a Batman movie, yeah. and then you can do a Batman versus Superman after that. Let's introduce Batman and do something with it. Um, but they just kind of just, they, the they, were, they were like, "Oh crap, Marvel's already." Because by the time. Batman vs. Superman came out. 2016 was a weird year. Wasn't that year for, like, had the worstest thing going on? Batman vs. Superman, then you had, like, Team Cab vs. Team Iron Man the same year. Think so. And then, never mind. Yeah. Was it 2016? I think it was 2016. Yeah, it was 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so by the time that came out, you know, there was already two... (laughs) Avengers movies and a million Marvel movies and all they had was uh Man of Steel. So they I think they just they just jumped the gun on everything wanting to compete with Marvel to 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 make a whole lot of money. It didn't really work. Well, I'm sure they made a whole lot of money, but it just didn't work out the way they they planned and I think they should have just slowed it down and did those independent projects first and then See if you they came together. Do you have anything else you want to talk about with the Batman or DC or Marvel or movies in general, or just talk about what what you are planning on doing when it 
with your TikTok or your Instagram? Um, one more thing for a Batman. The trap that really terrified me was the rat trap. With the rat poisoning. I think that was the second victim of the Riddlers. I think that was a really cool trap. Well, I was I'm still trying to figure out like what it did, because um, I know they injected the rat poison in him, but like, did the rats like eat his face? They really didn't show anything, so I maybe the yeah, rats ate his face, but they couldn't really show it because it's PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah, but but that yeah that that's when I was like, oh, this is kind of like Saw, but. He had no way out of it, except for uh, Coulson did, because he had to to do the three riddles and then yeah, he'd give him the combination. But then, bro, I don't know why Coulson didn't say the rat, bro. It's such a dumb decision. Well, he he explained that you know if 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 he if he said who the rat was and he survived, since Falcone was the rat and he was the most powerful person in Gotham. That he would have him killed, his wife killed, his kids killed. Oh, that's if true. He, if yeah. he didn't give it up, then it would just been him dying. Yeah. So he'd rather sacrifice himself so his family can survive. Yeah. You know what? What's a cool scene when uh, Selena and Kyle's back killed that person in the rooftop with Jim Gordon. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that was a really cool scene where Robert Patterson's Batman stopped Selena from killing that person because they needed him to. Uh, Solved the final Riddler and finally stopped the Riddler. I think that was a very powerful scene inside the movie. Yeah, that represents Batman's no killing rule. Yeah, yeah, he has that that no killing rule, and he wanted her to make sure she's not going to do any of that while he's around. Yeah, um, so like it was a different dynamic. You know, she was okay with killing; he wasn't, uh, which I think is similar to the uh, the um, Christian Bale and. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises um, one where they, I think, were similar. I don't know if she killed anybody or not, um, but she was more willing to to do bad stuff um, than Batman. But with uh, with this Selena Kyle and Batman, that you know, just the chemistry alone kind of helped. Where you know she respects him, he respects her, but they just don't. Yeah, see that was something really different. Eye. Yeah, normally Catwoman backstabs. Batman all yeah. the time, but inside this movie, she never did. She was by the side of Batman throughout the whole runtime, yeah. which was something different and unique. And then you see their relationships grow from the beginning to the movie to the end of the movie really well. Yeah. All right, so we are going on like over forty-five minutes now, which is yeah, four or five pretty minutes. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh. Thank you, because this is my first know. my first one, um, the first time I've hosted one too. So it was fun. I'm gonna do more of these. Uh, so right. people that are watching on my channel, there's gonna be more movie talk, um, talking about other movies with other guests by myself. Um, it's it's gonna be fun. Uh, what the future of Baker Rangers hold, and the future of the the Balaller, the cinematic King Balaller. Also known as NBA, or what was it? King Balaller. King NBA Balaller, um, aka King Balaller twenty two on Instagram. So, um, uh, let us know what you uh, 
like what what things you're working on, where we can find you. I know I've probably already said that, but where we can find you and what you're about. Uh, so I'm about really spreading positivity. I just uh, post videos on TikTok. I have two accounts, one for NBA videos and one for more uh, movie stuff. And I just really passionate about those things, and I just talk about it. And I'm working on some projects I can't really talk about yet, but uh, you'll know when they're released. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's working some 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 great stuff. That uh, if you uh, check him out on TikTok, um, you'll you'll see him again on TikTok. His uh, main account is the Cinematic King Balaller. He does movie reviews uh, and talks about actors and actresses uh, given. Um, histories uh, on them and uh, got a lot of good content. You guys need to check them out if you haven't already. Um, and he loves the NBA. So if you're a big NBA fan, he probably knows more about the NBA than you do. Um, so uh, check him out on TikTok there as the King NBA Baller. Um, yeah. I should have, or in, yeah, I should have links to his TikToks in the description. So uh, again, check him out. Uh, thank you again for uh, no coming reason. on Have fun. to my very first hosted um, video. So um, it was fun, and I'm hoping you can be a a guest again uh, when we All talk. Right, uh, we'll talk movies. All right, sounds good, man. Thank you very much, um, and thank you guys for watching. And we'll see more of this later. This is Ben from Baker Rangers, and I'm partnering with Zeo to Hero Podcast to bring you awesome and amazing content. So look out for that on the Baker Rangers YouTube page and zeotohero.com. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Zeo to Hero Podcast. If you definitely like what you hear and want to keep up with us, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Zeo to Hero. We're on TikTok at Z2HPod, and we have a website of zeo2hero.com.